Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast, and we are just two days away from Christmas, and I, I feel like I start a lot of episodes off lately because we are in the gist of the holiday season with, in the order of holidays, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, that I've been saying that time is flying. We are counting down Halloween, and then Halloween came and gone. We're counting down Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving came and it's already two days before Christmas and it's just really flying by. I really do feel like as when you get older, the holidays come a lot quicker. I remember as a kid when I was growing up, when I was in my, you know, single digits from seven to eight to nine to ten, just Christmas felt like it took forever to come and Right now, it's just like a blink of an eye and Christmas is, is almost here. And I know for myself, at least, that I have some last-minute Christmas stuff to do. But we are just days away from Christmas 2021. And to start off, I would just like to wish all my listeners a very Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays to everybody. And we have some news to get into. Another report from the Elvis Duran Show as per iHeartRadio.com, a UFO in California. According to a video obtained by TMZ, multiple giant orbs or lights flew around the sky moving in a strange pattern circle, each within one another. Eyewitnesses say that there was no light source coming from down below. They also told TMZ that after about 30 to 40 minutes of lights moving in the sky, they completely disappeared. And this unexplained event happened on December 9th around 9 p.m. in the California region of the United States. And we haven't really talked much about UFOs as of late, but the UFO sightings do continue to appear. I know that I'm a listener of other podcasts and UFOs are frequently discussed and that is something that I am not straying away from. I've touched base on UFOs frequently throughout season one and a little bit in season two, but the UFO sightings are still coming in and this was one of the major ones that made its way to TMZ and Elvis Duran, which is Z100 and that's the radio station that is in New York. So it made its way there. It was actually sent to me from Joey Valentino, who's been on my show a few times, who does the music for my podcast. So that was quite interesting. So as I've been talking about, we are getting into the Christmas spirit. And Christmas is just a few days away. And I always wondered growing up that there's a song, being that I'm into the paranormal, as we all know, the... Christmas song that has the lyrics of there'll be ghost stories. The most wonderful time of the year is the name of the song. And I always wondered why that lyric was included in such a song for the holidays. Now, I actually, to be honest with you, never really looked up the reason why that was in there. And I don't really recall in my childhood up until this point in my life ever really being told ghost stories. The only ghost story or movie that I've ever known was with Ebenezer Scrooge and the ghosts of Christmas past and present and future coming to meet him because, you know, 
from my recollection of the story in the movie, he was a miserable person that did not like Christmas. And that was that was it. I didn't know any other gross ghost stories in regards to Christmas. And then within the last 10 years, Krampus became a thing. I actually didn't know much of that. I thought that was actually something that was made up. So I thought about doing an episode and doing research into why ghost stories is mentioned in a very famous Christmas song and why we have Krampus and mentions to this stuff. And I actually came across, in a nutshell, because I want to get into a Christmas ghost story that I have that I never really thought of it as a ghost story. It's just actually a, a tale to tell um, from my younger years. I'll be towards the end. But as far as Christmas, we celebrate Christmas nowadays as everyone recognizes it. But Christmas really was the tradition of Christmas spawned from pagans. And like Halloween, it's tied within the winter solstice. The pagans actually called this time the Yule, or Festival of the Yule. Uh, it's the darkest day of the year, perceived that the dead would have easy access to the gateway of the living. The, these pagans generally based in Central or Northern Europe would also light a Yule log, which I'm assuming is an actual type of wood or tree, they would light this Yule log and if they were able to keep the Yule log lit for three days starting on Christmas Eve, by the third day if the log stayed lit the people would have good luck for the year ahead. Obviously if the Yule log, when they checked these pagan that were based in Central or Northern Europe, if the Yule log faded away then I guess, unfortunate things would happen. Obviously, as many years progressed on, we adapted stories based on these pagan cultures and traditions that turned into this burning Yule log that we have on TV. And I always wondered as a kid why there was a channel that had a burning log. I never really understood that. Never knew it was actually a Yule log until gathering the story and the research that I've done. And we've modernized it into watching it on TV. We have the famous, as I mentioned, story of Ebenezer Scrooge meeting a ghost of Christmas past, present, and future that we know of. And these are these stories that we generated from pagans. Now, Halloween was a, a pagan culture as well, and Celtic. And we gathered a tradition from those people many, many moons ago. And modernized it into what we have now. But Christmas, you would think these stories would be something of revolving around Halloween, but Christmas, because of the winter solstice and the way they set up things, they have ghost stories. They thought back then that because of the days getting shorter and the darkness, that it was a prime time for these supernatural beings or ghosts to come about. So they had these stories and these traditions about um, central, like, you know, revolving around ghosts and they had these traditions around the Christmas time. And we basically took these and what we have today, it came and spawned from those traditions 
many moons again ago from the pagans that were based in Europe. Now I found that fairly interesting. Um, the Krampus thing. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about Krampus because it's kind of odd to me because I follow a lot of religion stuff and might have mentioned before that I was borderline about to become a priest. I may have not. I may have, but. So I, I follow a little bit of religion stuff as far as within the lines of Catholicism and Catholic, you know, Christian. But Krampus is actually believed by anthropologists and folklorists to be of Christian origin. A tale that was told to children that if they were bad, Krampus would come and take them away. Now we know about this Krampus movie that we saw years ago that came out. It was an odd movie. They used the the basis of the Krampus tale or lore. Um, in other traditions or in other tales, St. Nicholas, right, which we have from Santa Claus, from St. Nick, Jolly St. Nick, would visit kids on December 5th, one day before my birthday, I might add, bringing fruits and other goods, but he would also be followed by Krampus, and if the kids were bad, Krampus would bring a type of stick or something to leave them and bring punishments to them. And then really didn't go into detail saying he would take the kids. That might have been another story branched oh, um, onto a story. Now, we have stories that are told from years and years, and stories tend to play the game of telephone and eventually formulate another tale or another side of the story. So there's these one story that's the actual story the genesis of a story but being told so many years later down the line stories branch off and that's how we know Krampus now that he comes as like this demonic thing and takes bad kids and basically steals them you don't see them again but initially where the tale originated originated from as per anthropologist Saint Nick was actually accompanied by this I don't even know what it they really didn't get into detail what it was the demon or angel I just found it weird because something like that wouldn't really be allowed in Catholicism or by Christians. It's just to have something negative come, you know? It, it just didn't make sense to me. It's kind of like a, a double standard, in my opinion, for that to be spawning from Christians. That Krampus and basically evil demonic type thing is going to follow a, a saint around and punish kids. So I just found that a little... You know, a little odd, but we do know the story of Krampus now in the last 10 to 5 years that it turned into this movie where Krampus would come and kidnap these bad kids. So, in a nutshell, these Christmas ghost stories really came from overseas, from actual traditions, from pagans. And we adapted them and formulated them, formulated them into songs and shows and things like that. And the origin, all this came from ghosts. You know, they, these pagans thought that the afterlife, the, the other world, the ghosts would come because of the shortened season. And they had to, you know, burn a Yule log for good luck and... They thought things would happen around then. It was the perfect opportunity for ghosts. And this tradition essentially started based on pagans and ghost stories. And we now acknowledge everything we have from this 
in the Christmas tradition. And that famous song, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year, has the mention of ghost stories. And in some family traditions, I'm sure, people do tell ghost stories. Now, I always find myself into ghost stories randomly. You know, when we're out with friends or I'm at the dinner table with my family, not just on Christmas, but some families do particularly save Christmas Eve or Christmas Day for the ghost storytelling. And it has found its way into Christmas tradition, not Halloween, which would, you know, it's odd enough talking about ghosts on Christmas, but, you know, we have the ghost stories and the, the thing that I discussed for Halloween, how Halloween came about, and I gave a little gist of it, and we have spooky stuff on Christmas. So I found that interesting. I did some research the last, you know, three, four days and finally got to know why ghosts are mentioned around Christmas. And, you know, if you're into the actual story of Christmas, we know about Jesus in the manger and he was born following the stars. And there is supernatural elements to the Bible, which is intriguing and other things about the Bible, which I had said prior, is that the Bible essentially is one gigantic story. It has, in the Bible, chapter Genesis, you know, the book of Genesis. And it has been told by so many people, written down, that there is possibilities that things have got misconstrued around. And um, But in the Bible, there's many supernatural things. So with the holiday of Christmas and other holidays, there are supernatural and miraculous events that occur. But for Christmas, there is a basis for supernatural or paranormal. Now, to get into some stories or ghost stories, because hence the song and what we're talking about, um, I'll actually start with a tradition that my grandmother did um, one year for me on Christmas Eve. Now, as a child growing up, uh, I'll tell it's like a little story here, so sit tight. As a kid growing up, I had very, very bad headaches, actually migraines. And when I got them, my grandmother was the one that predominantly would watch me while my mom and dad would get home later in the day. So my grandmother was the one taking care of me when I got these migraines. Now I would get them like during school and I felt it coming on and I'd be like, wow, I'm in for it. And when I would get out of school, I would either make it home and throw up because they were that bad or I'd be in school throwing up and the teacher would call my parents and my grandmother would be the one to pick me up and you know take me home. And when I'd be home relaxing with her, she would always say, I'm going to say a prayer for you. And she'd sit down on the couch and I'd lay my head on her lap and she would say this prayer. But she would mumble it and yawn a lot while she was saying this prayer. And I remember asking her one day, I was like, can you teach me this prayer so I could just say it for myself when, you know, you're not around? She says, I cannot teach you this prayer until Christmas Eve at midnight. So one Christmas Eve, I went to my grandmother's house and she didn't live far from where I lived. So I had walked over there early in the evening on Christmas Eve 
and my aunts lived with her, my two aunts, and sat down and had dinner and watched TV. And my grandmother, trooping it, sat up in, at midnight and at 11.59, she told me to get a piece of paper out. And she told me this prayer that was sacred, I guess, in the Italian culture because my family is Italian. And I wrote the prayer down. And that's something that I have to this day locked up. And, you know, the prayer helps me and everything. But what really essentially helps me is something from a mass that I went to, which I will get into at another episode because it's going to trail away from the basis of this episode. But my grandmother taught me this prayer on Christmas Eve, and it was something special. This, you know, sacred prayer, this religious prayer, this Catholic prayer that would help headaches. Um... And she always say too, like, oh, you get these headaches, someone put the moloiki on you, which is basically uh, an Italian hex of a sort, evil eyes. And, you know, if you, someone did that to you, you would get headaches and bad luck. And she'd always say that, but she'd always accompany the saying that with saying this prayer, which essentially she ended up teaching me on Christmas Eve. So, um, And there was one night, going away from that story, there was this one night I lived um, on an, ap- an apartment building in the Bronx, the Morris Park area. Lived there most of my life until I was about 25, 26 years old. And I remember one night in my younger years, probably before I was 16, that I woke up and looked to the moon uh, and it had to it had to be Christmas because I was up and I remember as a kid never being able to go to sleep on Christmas Eve. Obviously, you are so excited to what you would get the next morning. So I remember waking up and looking out the window and I had a great view of the avenue I lived on, the church up the block. Uh, I could see the cross from the, the triangular shaped roof and I could see the two bridges, both bridges that are near my area, the Throgs Neck Bridge and the Whitestone Bridge. And if it was a clear night, you could see the moon. And I remember looking up at the moon this particular night, which I'm pretty sure it was on Christmas Eve, and across the moon, like literally across the moon, it it was up there, a rectangular-shaped object shoot across the moon. And this, to my recollection, wasn't a plane because it was right there. Am I saying it was a UFO or something? I don't know what it was, but it was on Christmas Eve. I remember actually, you know, seeing this and, you know, waking up the next morning and telling my dad and he said he had heard things and things like that. And that was something I'll never forget. And one night, I'm, and this is not really a ghost story per se, but one night some person did dress up and had a sled with wheels of some sort and attached three or four horses. And right before midnight, I heard the clacking of the hooves on the sh- on the street, on the sidewalk. And down the street in this sled would jingle bells and, you know, ho-ho-hoing, Santa Claus was rolling down Mars Park. And I heard it and I saw it. My, me and my dad both went to the window. And it was empty on Mars Park as it generally is on holidays and the night before. Like, quiet. You can like literally hear the streetlights changing from you know, green to red. From go to stop. And he was just strolling down Mars Park. 
the odd thing about it and the reason I'm telling it is the next morning we did ask around like on Mars Park Avenue like did anyone hear that no one did um not saying you know I don't know how many kids listen to my podcast but uh, I'm not saying there's you know not a Santa Claus but you know I kind of did see Santa Claus so there was some stories I wanted to share after giving you this uh brief research project that I brought to you guys on how ghosts are affiliated with the holiday of Christmas, which is something that, you know, if you don't know, like I did until I did some research or, you know, finally did do the research, how it came to be. It seems that Halloween, Christmas, all this stuff came from, you know, some kind of paganism. And evolved into what we have today. Even though Saint Nick, and actually, it's an actual saint, um, is affiliated with the Krampus story. And I'm sure there, you know, and I didn't research this, and I'm sure for Easter, there's something um, taken from paganism. I'm pretty sure something affiliated with it. The Easter story itself is a, um, you know, hard pill to swallow. If you have your faith, you you know you believe what happened. But it's uh, there's a lot of stuff in that story alone that's you know supernatural. But we'll get into that in April or whenever Easter falls this year. I feel like Easter falls either in March or April. But um, you know, hoping for Easter to come quick because I'm not a fan of the winter. Believe me. Um, so that's that. And you know, just a message for my listeners and everyone new that started listening this week i had a major spike in my analytics for the say what again billy podcast and it means a lot i wrote a message on instagram about it it means a lot that i got this sudden i got like you know 200 to 300 something listeners um within the last few weeks of december and i'm i'm doing my best and i do this because i enjoy it i enjoy getting on to the microphone and recording stuff that I love. I love the paranormal. I have always been a fan of the unknown. I like the being scared feeling. And I've gathered so much knowledge in my years studying it that I had formed the group and that kind of went away. And, you know, got people grow up and you can't do certain things no more. You know, we have families and, and jobs and days off now at my new job that are not great you can't do the things that you like used to but you know i have at least in the seven days of a week i have 40 to 30 minutes sometimes 25 minutes to record episodes and talk about ghosts and there's a lot of people out there that like this subject and there's multiple podcasts out there that are doing it you know mr ballon is a is a famous one on via youtube and tiktok um, Joe Rogan sometimes speaks of UFOs. There's um, tales um, of tales for the campfire. I can actually I'm gonna give them a plug here because they are very good. I've listened to their episodes and they're doing very well, and they're a very good podcast that does does things via um, telling st- uh, stories. It's called Campfire Tales Podcast. Um, they're very good, and there's other people that I've been listening to. So when you go on to Spotify and type in categories or an Apple Podcasts, so on and so forth, you have so many paranormal shows, and I'm just one of them out there that's just trying to talk about what I know and love, 
giving you stories and urban legends and conspiracies and so on and so forth. And I love to do it. You know, I could had start this podcast and have two listeners and I'd still do it just because I like talking about it because I'm not able to go out and investigate no more. So, you know, thank you to everyone listening for, you know, listening and giving me, you know, the encouragement by listening. And as far as Christmas and everything going forward, you know, we literally have about combined 10 to 11 days. I don't really know. I didn't count exactly. But, you know, we have just a few days left in 2021. And, you know, I really thought 2021 was going to be a better year. And in my opinion, it really wasn't. But just cherish having your friends and family around and cherish the things you have because things could always be worse. This is just my message to you for Christmas. You know, cherish this Christmas that you have, your friends, your family, your, you have everything. If you're waking up and you're drinking water and you're eating and you have a job and you have your loved ones, cherish them. Be happy because life can change in an instant. And in this past year, 2021, um, I've lost a great, I've lost a good friend that I grew up with and his family and his wife and his little daughter's life changed in just a day. So just when you have Christmas and you're with your family and you're with your friends and whatever, so on and so forth, cherish that because that's what Christmas is about. It's not about gifts. You know, everyone struggles on Christmas. I feel like growing up, Christmas is, is more of a burden and it shouldn't be. You know, oh, I got to spend this amount of money. I don't have this to give to this person, to give to that person. It's not about that. It's about going and being with your family. And if you have loved ones that are missing, cherishing their memory and being with everyone that you still have, and cherishing every moment. It's it's to give thanks Christmas and just enjoy that day. And that's my message to my listeners. Just enjoy Christmas. Be thankful for what you have. Take that day. Eat drink don't worry about anything and enjoy the day i know i will and unfortunately i have to work the next day but such is life but i'll enjoy that day and i'll enjoy today and all the time i have off until i go back to work on sunday so enjoy the holidays have a great merry happy christmas and a happy new year so this has been another episode of the say what again billy podcast i can be heard on anchor app Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and many other outlets. I like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to do my paranormal podcast. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, Anchor is the free app that gives you all the tools you need to get your podcast idea out there and onto many outlets. It gives you all the tools and all the streaming services you need and can even set you up financially for every listen that you get. You can set up a method to get paid out for viewers and listeners of your podcast. So Anchor is the app for you to get your podcast idea out there. And until next time, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. This has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.